0: To the Heavenly Banquet, where the hungry are filled with good things. I'd like to invite you to visit heavenlybanquet.com and to join our sub There you'll find more content from Chad and me, including our between episodes, reflections, and prayers. You'll also have the ability to interact with other listeners and with us, your hosts. Today's reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 17. But I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My denomination, the Presbyterian Church, USA, has a resource called the Book of Common Worship. It contains suggested service orders and prayers for Sunday services, weddings, funerals, baptisms, what have you. They're suggested services because our church doesn't have a prescribed order of worship, although we do agree that some things might look more Presbyterian than others. A new edition of this book was released in 2018. It's not much different from the one that came out before it. That one was released in 1993. The structure is the same. Many of the readings are the same. Several of the prayers are the same. The most striking additions, though, to this new book are resources for prayer services after an act of violence. There's a little kit right here for a service of healing and reflection for a community that suffered some violent tragedy. And so now, in this book, any pastor has what she needs to face each week. Baptismal prayers, funeral rites, prayers for the sick, a marriage ceremony, regular Sunday worship, and now, just as ordinary as all of those in the life of the church, your pastor has a format for a service after an act of violence. And why not? Mass shootings are a regular occurrence here now. We might as well be prepared. No need to scrounge around for prayers or to search for the appropriate scripture. Simply turn to page 595 and follow along. And why not? Because we have a whole cultural kit we employ in response to these shootings. We all say our same lines. We need better gun control. We need better access to mental health services. Don't politicize the tragedy. Let the living mourn the dead. Those lines are too well rehearsed at this point. They've lost their meaning. And we all know how to show our solidarity with the community that suffered the attack, too. All you need is either an image of the city seal or the school crest with a black ribbon and with the hashtag Buffalo Strong or Uvalde strong, just like we were once Virginia Beach strong, and Pittsburgh strong, and Charleston strong, and Virginia Tech strong, and strong, and strong, and strong. Are we sure? Strong? Scrolling through my Facebook and Twitter feeds Tuesday night and Wednesday morning, I was most baffled by folks who called what happened at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, unimaginable. How can something be unimaginable when we keep seeing it happen? Unimaginable ceased to be a reasonable reaction after Sandy Hook Elementary, and that was 2012. The end of unimaginable and the end to these shootings should have happened in 1999 after the massacre at Columbine High School. Unimaginable things don't come with ready-made hashtags and ribbons and badges and talking points. We just keep swapping the name of the place each week. We're not suffering a lack of imagination, but a denial of reality. Now, I'm not here to present a comprehensive plan that's not my place and it's beyond my abilities. But let me make one thing very clear. It's something that I know you know. God does not intend for us to live like this. God does not want us to live like this. This thing that we've embraced where we respond to each shooting with nothing but the same, now meaningless script, that's the culture of death. This thing that we've embraced where school children face active shooter drills, are equipped with bulletproof backpacks, and are escorted to class by armed security, this thing that we've embraced where if kids survive school physically, they're still likely to be crippled with PTSD, that's the culture of death. This thing that we've embraced where we're pretending that it's normal, For a man in a t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops to open carry a handgun in a Starbucks? Yeah, that's legal, but it's not normal. To think you need to take a gun with you to get a cup of coffee? That's the culture of death. We've embraced a culture of death, and it's hard to blame us. Some of this is simple self-preservation. Who can hold fast to optimism in the face of so much despair? Who can abide another disappointment, another heartache, another lost loved one? Better to assume loss as the norm, to assume disappointment as the reality, to assume that all hearts are broken and meant to be that way, to assume that anyone loved will be taken from us somehow, to assume love itself might not be worth the risk. In this world, that seems more like realism than pessimism. But that's not what God wants for us. That's not how God wants us to live, no matter how hard or foolish or dangerous that might seem. That's not how God wants us to live. God wants us to have life and to have it abundantly. I know that because it's what Jesus says. Our dignity comes from the fact that we're created in the image of the Trinity, participating in God's beauty, and are redeemed by Jesus Christ and destined for an eternal life of communion with God. God has declared us worthy, has deemed us lovable, has called us heirs of salvation. God says that we're worth saving even if we seem hell-bent on destroying ourselves. If we're worthy of God's love, we're worthy of each other's love. If we're worth salvation, then we're worth saving each other from this culture of death. Jesus did not die on a cross so that we could die under our desks. We've embraced a culture of death, and that's not how God wants us to live. And sure, the culture of death is more than just gun violence, but allow me to dwell on that a bit for the sake of the 10 people killed at Topps Friendly Markets and the 21 people killed at Robb Elementary School this past week. We can do war and drugs and poverty in the weeks to come. There's plenty of time for it. In In my older copy of the Book of Common Worship, The pages are worn, the edges are a little darker for the section on the prayers of the people. I don't need the index or the table of contents to find this. I can see them marked from so much use even when the book is closed. I'm begging you today, I'm praying for all of us today that we're empowered by God's grace to release our embrace on this culture of death and to find our arms open to the love of God And one another in the new abundant life. I hope you'll join me in that prayer because I'd much rather wear out these pages on baptism and rejoicing than carry a book stained by hands too often turning to find the words to read after another act of violence.